0: Got to get Mark K more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Just mind kidding. We want us some Mark K. We're entertaining, meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. Two full hours of the Mark K show starts, starts right now. Informant.
1: Oh wait, hang on. I gotta. I gotta. Sorry, I got too many. I got too many things going on at one time. What's up? This is the Marque Show. My name is Marque. I appreciate you being here. Uh, if you want to get in on the show, it's really easy to do. All you have to do is pick up the phone and dial star star one zero four five or 855-765-1045. That also works. Um, and we, we've got a lot of stuff going on. In fact, we were just we're just talking off the air about uh, what we're gonna talk about on the air, which, which is kind of which kind of yeah, that's what happens. You sit there and and you go, hey, what should we talk about on the uh, we, we start Started our our Twitch and our Facebook chats a lot earlier, and what's happened is we've we've started the conversation almost before the show. Uh, first of all, the MAGA hat is back. If you're streaming on Facebook or Periscope or uh, or Twitch, you can see that we were able to to locate one, and we've got that back on. And then the second thing is that's really exciting uh, is that we've already also got some um, some really hot and important news, breaking news tips. For example, John McCain's dog died. Which Craig wanted us to know about. Apparently that was the big news on MSN that, that John McCain's beloved dog Burma, uh who never uh who never left his side has now passed away. And uh and and that was um that was big news. That was big news apparently. I mean, look, there's a lot going on in the world. And and I guess when you have a twenty four hour news cycle, you gotta you gotta look for anything you can. Um but Meghan McCain and her family now suffering another loss, not just John McCain, but their dog, which is which is very very sad. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five is the number. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five is the number. And uh, one of the big things that I want to get into today, of course, is well, we've got all of the Democratic candidates, and they are uh, and they are off on the on the campaign trail, and they're all trying to get their votes, and they're trying to spend their money, and they're trying to figure out what it is they're going to campaign on. Um, besides Donald Trump being a horrible person, which is the number one agenda item on all of their campaigns. But then you know you gotta have you gotta have more meat to back it up. You got to have more stuff to beef it up with. And um, and they're all trying to test. They're all throwing things out to see if uh, see what's going to stick. You know, it's like you got to get out. You got to offer the American people a bunch of stuff and you got to see what's going to stick. What are they going to grab onto? You know, what's going to be the big thing that they go? Wow, that's that's something that I can get behind. That's something that I love. And uh, and right now, it, very few, really, few, none of them have anything to go on. Um, other than donald Trump's a horrible person, but like I said they're working on it and Bernie Sanders came up with a new one that i hadn't heard before uh, I want to get into that in a little I, I want to get into that in depth uh, here in just a minute because I find it interesting he's taking again the whole thing that we just voted on here in Florida, which was um you know uh, ex cons voting he's taking it to the next level he's taking it to a new step and i want I want to talk about that here in just a minute but first, I was out yesterday with a uh, I was out yesterday with a friend of mine. And we were talking, we were watching the game. Congratulations, Virginia. And we were talking about this, this Chinese spy lady at Mar-a-Lago. And we were talking about how, because uh, I asked him, this guy's insecure. I don't want to say too much, but he's in the security business and he travels a lot and he has a lot of, you know, government contracts and things. And I said to him, I go, all right, what's your take as a security professional about this Chinese woman at Mar-a-Lago? And he basically said to me, he goes, I think it's all a hoax. And I thought to myself, what, you don't think she's a spy? And he goes, I guarantee she is not a spy. And I said to him, I go, well, how do you know she's not a spy? And he goes, look, first of all, she had passports on her. And spies typically don't carry passports. They don't carry any kind of identification. And I thought to myself... Well, that's kind of, you know, in the born identity, he had a whole safe deposit box in Zurich, Switzerland, which was filled with like eight different passports and all these different identities and all this different cash. And you go, see, that's exactly what the movies have led you to believe. That's what movie spies do. Movie spies have lots of passports. Movie spies carry lots of cash. Movie spies have like four or five cell phones because this woman, she had a ton of stuff with her. You know, when they when they first bus, her name is uh, Zhang. Her name is uh, what is her name Something Zhang. Anyway, and she was she was at Mar-a-Lago. She walked right in. She got through Secret Service. She said she was going to go hang out at the pool. Uh, There was another guest with her same last name. So they just assumed they were together and they let her the Secret uh, Service let her through. And then when she got to the main club entrance after having already gone through a security checkpoint, a government security checkpoint, that's when she was stopped. And told, I'm sorry, we don't believe you. You're here for an event that is not happening at this club. And so uh, so the Mar-a-Lago employees, they were the ones. They were the ones that actually stopped her and told the Secret Service, you need to reinvestigate this woman. And that's when they found her with cell phones, nine USB drives, five SIM cards. Credit cards, debit cards, $8,000 in cash, $700 in Chinese currency. They found her with a USB drive that had malware on it. Malware which could infect any kind of laptop as soon as you plug it in. And in fact, as soon as the investigator plugged it into his laptop, he said the malware already started taking over his computer. And so when we were talking about those, he goes, look, this seems to me like it's set up for this woman to be a spy. Spies don't even, you know, in the movies, you plug in the USB drive and you infect something with malware. You could just sit down if you're a spy and type in some code that you've memorized and infect a computer that way. You know, you don't need to have all of this stuff. And it seems almost like somebody dressed her up to be a spy planted her there with all of this hollywood spy stuff material you know like she's like she is uh, tom cruise her mission impossible you know like she rips off her face and all of a sudden oh there's tom cruise trying to break into mar-a-lago and i thought to myself it is kind of really interesting in this age of hoaxes and in this age of collusion and in this age of democrats doing whatever they can whatever they can to a uh, to to bring down the president whether it's jussie smollett Claiming that he was attacked by by MAGA hat wearing people in Chicago at two o'clock in the morning, who poured bleach on him and 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 tied a noose around his neck and told him this was MAGA country and sent another a letter to him prior to that threatening him, all these things, any of that stuff. I mean, that's what that's what the claim is. That's what he said. That was all a hoax. We know that was a hoax. The 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 uh, dossier, the, the the Trumped up dossier, the fictional writing by uh, by Steele. That talked about Donald Trump in Russia and Moscow and Barack Obama's old hotel room with the prostitutes doing all the dirty things that he supposedly had done. That was also a total hoax. You can really not put anything past anybody. So here's a woman that walks into Mar-a-Lago, walks right by Secret Service, gets to the main desk, says, I'm here for the United Nations Chinese American Associate event. And then that's when the mar lago employees, the worker, said, uh, there's nothing here like that at all. You need to go talk to these gentlemen, delivered her back to the Secret Service, who then arrested her. Cell phones, Chinese passports, a laptop, the thumb drive loaded with, quote, malicious malware. All of this doesn't seem like something a spy would just walk around with, does it? I mean, if you're really, truly a spy, you're not going to dress the part, right? Isn't that, I mean, isn't that rule number one of being a spy? Don't actually look like a spy. You know, kind to blend into your surroundings. Don't carry malware on your USB drive and multiple passports. 855-765-1045. The question I have is, if she were not actually who she says she was, if she was, you know, was she sent by China? Was she sent by somebody else? Was she sent by the Democrats? Was she sent by someone who was trying to bring down the Secret Service? What I mean, there's got to be a bajillion conspiracy theories. I haven't even run through my head yet on this. I'm sure Alex Jones and a bunch of other people have eight five five seven six five one zero four five. But it did lead to uh, the uh, the firing of the head of the Secret Service, also the the, the uh, firing of the head of Department of Homeland Security, and a couple of other people have resigned as such. There's a lot of there's a lot of weird stuff going on and the fact that this woman sneaks into Mar Lago with all this stuff right past the Secret Service just days before the uh the head of the Secret Service is fired it just seems too convenient for me. Also, the word on the street is the head of the Secret Service was alerted two weeks ago that he was gonna be fired. The head of the Secret Service knew two weeks ago his job was in jeopardy. And in that two week time period, from the time he found out you're going to be out of a job to the time he was actually fired, this incident with this Chinese woman at Mar-a-Lago, with all this weird stuff, happens. I don't know. To me, to me, something smells fishy. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. We got to take a quick break. We got some more phone calls coming up. Bill Mitchell, everyone else who's calling in, stay tuned. We'll get to you here in just a minute. It's the Mark K Show on News one hundred four point five WOKV. K Show. My name is Mark K. Sorry, right, I was listening to uh, clips from the office, because that's what we do. That's what we do when the commercial breaks around here. 855-765-1045. I mean, we're setting up with the look. Bernie Sanders is, uh, is all about prison, and we're going to get to that here in just a minute. Um, we're going to get to that here. I have a theory about Bernie Sanders and prison and voting and why he's uh, bringing this up right now. But first, let's get to some of these phone calls. We've got a lot of people that are calling in about this woman from Mar-a-Lago who broke in to Mar-a-Lago. As she's a Chinese national. She had all these passports and USB drives and <laughs> SIM cards. And then she also had uh, malware. And uh, And you know, no one seems to know. She keeps changing her story. No one seems to know how she got there, what she was doing there. And uh, it's all very bizarre. Alan from Palm Coast. How are you, Alan? Thanks for calling the Markay Show.
0: Hey, Mark. Thanks for taking my call. Absolutely. What did you want to say? I have a theory. I think she was sent there by Deep State with that malware to insert into his uh, computer system yeah. to buy him to China. Instead, now Russia, Russia is over. I think now it's going to be China, 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 and I think that's why she went there.
1: Yeah, you know what? That's an interesting, that's an interesting point that you bring that up because somebody said that. Uh, I was talking to somebody the other, other day, and they said maybe China is going to be the new battle cry, just like you just said. If Russia collusion didn't work, we're going to have Chinese collusion. And perhaps.
0: Right, exactly.
1: I didn't think of it. So you're saying that the malware was not necessarily malware, but maybe some kind of records uh, that that tied Donald Trump to China in some kind of um, scheme.
0: Exactly. That's what I think. That's
1: a great point. I, I hadn't even thought about that at all. I hadn't even thought about that at all, because we know what do we know about the Democrats? They love to get their hands on stuff. They love to get their hands on taxes. They love to get their hands on emails. They love to get their hands on just papers and papers. And, and they 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 want the Mueller report unredacted. They want everything. And they, I don't even know if they read any of it, but they just want it. So perhaps if they believe that there is there's Chinese documentation that links Donald Trump and the Donald Trump organization and the, and the Donald Trump campaign to China at Mar-a-Lago, maybe that's just a way for them to get into his financials again, too. Great point. Hey, Bill in Jacksonville. How you doing, Bill?
0: Hey, good morning. Um, Mark, I was just curious. I, I listen all the time, and you have a great show, and blah, blah. Oh. But, uh, and I listen, all, all, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I listen great, to all the great other great ones. Great
1: show, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, what do you want, yeah, you well, want to
0: it, say? It's, it's a wonderful show. Uh, but I get a little impatient. Uh, I keep hearing all these indictments are coming down from, from uh, Nunes and what have you, and uh, my Hannity's talking about every, everything's coming to fruition, et cetera, et cetera, but nothing happens. When is it going to happen? And <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll listen to you go.
1: Yeah, no, I appreciate the. I mean, look, I don't know when anything's going to happen. The government takes like 10 times longer to do anything than you would want it to. You would want the government to you would want the government to act quickly. You would think that that would be you would think that, that because most of them, uh, especially the president of the United States, have term limits. And when uh, a new president comes in, there's a lot of people who lose their jobs, as we're seeing. But you would think they would move a lot faster than they do. However, the Democrats don't want to move quickly. So they're going to do everything they can to tie it up. And Donald Trump. Trump's legal team and the attorney general and everything else, they're busy basically debunking hoaxes about the president and the election. And in a way, you're right. It could just be that the that the Democrats want to bring down Donald Trump. And one of the reasons they want to do it is not just because they hate the guy, but because they don't want to get caught themselves. And what better way? What better way to keep Your enemies from finding out the truth about you than by just continually attacking them. There's Donald Trump has no, uh, no, first of all, he's got to run the country. He's got to put his agenda in place. He's got to secure the border. He's got to make sure the economy is growing. He keeps, he's got to keep replacing staff members who he has to keep firing or who keep quitting and resigning and whatnot. And on top of all that, he's got subpoenas and he's got, he's got Supreme Court uh, BS he's got to deal with because no one will just let, no one will just look at the Supreme Court nominee and say, okay, we understand you're Republican, but you're totally qualified to sit on the Supreme Court. We'll just let you through. No, that's got to be a week's uh, long battle. He's got to go talk to the media. He's got to debunk all these rumors. He just doesn't have time to go on the offensive against the Democrats. Now, maybe in the second term, he will. Maybe in the second term, once... There's no I mean, here's you. Once you're in your second term, you're going to spend a lot less time defending yourself. And maybe that's when he did. He plans on spending a lot more time attacking the Democrats. I'm not sure. But that's a great question. And I know a lot of people are impatient. Mitchell on the west side. How you doing, Mitchell? What do you want to
0: say? Well, yesterday I was listening to you talking about people uh, picking stuff up in the garbage. Yeah. Uh, five or six years back, I was out of work. Me and my wife started picking up garbage, not, was you know, people throw it away. Almost anything. Uh-huh. I went by this place where somebody had evidently died or moved out, and there was a bunch of boxes out front. And so I seen these three boxes of cookbooks, which I do a lot of cooking, so I'm always interested in cookbooks. So I picked them up and took them home, and about uh, two or three weeks later, I went out there and went through it, and there was this real old book in the bottom of it, and it was from 1889, and it was home edit about uh, how to decorate a house and how to do, right. you know, set your table and everything. I found ten one hundred dollar bills in there and they were all new bills from nineteen eighty seven. Wow, that's like ten $1, hundred dollars. A thousand bucks. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. I and wish- the other thing that I Hi, excuse me.
1: Oh uh, I was just saying hang on, we gotta take a break. I would just say I would you know I wouldn't tell too many people about that because I guarantee Someone's going to come after you and want to tax that. It's going to be $600 before too long. Hey, uh, 855-765-1045. Quick break. We got more on this Chinese national and some of your conspiracy theories regarding why she was there and who she actually works for. That's on the way. Plus, Bernie Sanders and his latest kooky idea. It's next on News 104.5 WOKV. A quick reminder, it it is going to rain and the heavens are going to open up and pour down, you know, fire and brimstone upon us. And when that happens, you should follow along in the News um, uh, 104.5 free app because we have all the weather information, meteorological blogs from Mike Burrish and everybody at Action News Jack. So uh, if if you're looking for up-to-date weather information, that's the place to go. You can download it for free, the News 104.5 mobile app in the App Store or the Google Play Store, either one. Also, you can send us an open mic while you're there. And uh, we have a Speaking of mics, there's a uh, there's a new there's a new um, I guess it's a I mean I don't even know what you call it. There's a new idea or there that's getting support from Bernie Sanders, who's running for president, of course. And he is, despite the fact that Bernie Sanders is the only one in the race so far that has that has actually run for president in the past. Despite the fact that Bernie Sanders has raised a ton of money and has this huge groundswell of, of support. Despite the fact that that uh, Bernie Sanders came in second to Hillary Clinton last time around. Bernie Sanders is still coming in second to Joe Biden, who is number one creepy and weird and bizarre and inappropriate, and also not even uh, not even yet um, he not even yet declared to be running. He is still an undeclared candidate he has still not said i 'm going to be running for president uh even though he now even though he now is the uh front runner for the Democratic Party despite the week of bad press that he's gotten despite the week of bad press um, and all the photos and the imagery and then, well, the songs that we were singing here about, uh, you know, his inappropriate touching and his hair sniffing. He's still the number, which just goes to show how slim the pickings are on the Democratic ticket when Joe Biden, after the week he's had, is still the number one choice for Democrats. But uh, Bernie Sanders has an idea out there that I guess he thinks is going to garner him support. And garner him some, I guess, some additional votes and, you know, and maybe put him over the edge, put him over the edge with not just prisoners, but perhaps the families and the supporters of prison inmates. And that is to allow convicted felons who are currently serving time behind bars, allow them to retain their right to vote. Now, we just we talked about this here in Florida and we passed this, uh, you know, constitutional amendment. And I don't want to go off on how many constitutional amendments we have. And should we allow people to choose them? Because we talked about that in in depth, you know, several times, especially last week when uh, when the Republicans here in Florida instituted that new that new bill to curb the ability for uh, citizens to get amendments on the ballot. But in but Bernie in Vermont and Maine, one of the states that elected Bernie Sanders senator several times In Vermont and Maine, those who are imprisoned felons are not stripped of their voting rights, which means you can go to jail and during an election year still vote. Still vote. Now, I'm not sure how they do it. I'm not sure if they bring the polling like if they have set up a polling station in the in the yard or in the, you know, the weight room or wherever it is. But I don't know if they get little stickers. I don't know if they're like walking around in the mess. With little I voted stickers on there, you know, like, hey, what's up? I voted. Oh, me too. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that works. I've never been to prison in Vermont and Maine or anywhere, really, for that matter. Um, but uh, but, you know, but that's the, that's what he wants to bring now nationally. He said, I think that is absolutely the direction we should go when asked about allowing prison inmates who are currently serving their time. What uh, if they should be able to vote I'm prison, Mike,
0: you know, why they call me prison, Mike. Do you really expect us to believe you're somebody else? Do you really expect me to not push you up against the wall, biatch? All right, hey, 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 that's just the
1: way we talk in the clink. Yeah, in the clink, that's how they talk in the clink. So uh, what Bernie Sanders said is, in my state, what we do is separate. Uh, You're paying a price, you committed a crime, you're in jail. That's bad. I'm sorry. That's bad, he said. But you're still living in American society, and you have a right to vote. I believe that. Yes, I do. So basically what Bernie Sanders is saying is people who are in prison right now, currently, all across America, are still Americans, are still citizens. And even though they're serving time, they should have the right to vote in an election. 855-765-1045 is the number, or you can leave us an open mic message with the aforementioned uh, News 104.5 mobile app
0: the policies and ideas of the democrats are so widely accepted that they need the votes of non-citizens and felons past and present.
1: I mean look, it, I, and here's the other thing too again, it doesn't necessarily mean that the that the convicts who are currently serving in prison are a going to vote or b uh, are going to be um you know are going to be the democrats per se, but I'm just assuming I'm just assuming that that's probably what they're hoping will happen. 8557651045. Look, here in Florida, everybody thinks that ex-cons should have their uh their right to vote back. You know, don't disenfranchise ex-convicts once they serve their time. We just passed an amendment saying that. We just passed an amendment allowing former criminals and and guests of the state to now vote. And Bernie Sanders has taken it one step further, saying, why do, we, why do we take it away from them ever? Allow them to vote while they're in prison. But a lot of fun talk about prison today, but I'm here to scare you straight. Yeah. eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Dave, uh, Atlantic Beach, how you doing, Dave?
0: Awesome, Mark. Real simple. Let's do the opposite. Let's publicly shame the people that don't exercise their right to vote. When you only have a 20 percent turnout for a presidential election, that's called apathy. And that's where we are. Hey, that's a great idea.
1: Instead of trying to get more voters uh, from people who have lost their right to vote and, and giving it back to them, why don't we just inspire the people who already have the right to vote? To go out and actually exercise.
0: show up. They're looking at their phone. Mate, put it, let's vote on their phone. Everybody's staring at their phone today.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, if I could vote on my phone, shoot, I'd, I'd vote every day. Hey, that's a great we point. Thanks so much for calling. We really appreciate it. It does seem to be kind of, um, it does seem to have that kind of nuance of, of ridiculousness when you think about it. When you get exactly what he just said, there's so many people out there who have the right to vote already, who could sway an election one way or the other. If you got the if you got the 80 percent of voters who just ignore Election Day, who go, you know, to them, it's not it's not Election Day. It's just Tuesday in November. If you got those people inspired, excited, if you found out what they really wanted, if you offered it to them, if you offered up a candidate who they believed would really, really change their lives. Maybe you wouldn't need to go to prisons to garner support. Maybe you wouldn't need to go to prisons and give those people who are serving hard time and who, let's face it are being punished for something they did that is against the law. And losing the right to vote in many states is part of that punishment. You know, why should you then unpunish them? What are they actually learning? When you, when you send somebody to prison for a crime, it's not just the sentence. It's the ability to never carry a gun again. It's the ability not to vote. I mean, you're losing a lot of things. And these are all part of the rehabilitation process. These are all part of the, not even rehabilitation, but uh, kind of the deterrent. If you love voting, if you love politics, if you're like, man, I cannot wait to put Donald Trump back in office or man, I cannot wait to feel the burn on election day 2020. I cannot wait to walk into that booth and put the little circle next to Bernie Sanders. If that just gets you going in the morning, if that like gives you energy, then maybe that will keep you from committing a crime. And getting sent to prison. Maybe if you need money, instead of boosting a car, you'll start a lemonade stand or something like that. Because deep down in your mind, you go, you know what? If I do steal this car and I get caught, not only do I go to prison, but, man, I won't be able to vote. I won't be able to make America great again. You know what? Screw it. I'm going to go get a job instead. I'm just saying that may, you know, it, 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 that, that may be, But it's like, you know, it's like prison Mike trying to scare us straight.
0: I am in. to scare you
1: <laughs> star, thank you, Prison Mike. Star Star 105, 855 765 What do you think? It, I mean, it's a Bernie Sanders idea, so it's got to be crazy, right? Or is there something to it? Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Should felons currently serving their prison term behind bars be allowed to vote and get one of those little cool, I voted stickers. Yo, vota. Uh, yo, vota. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. This is the K Show. Your phone calls, your open mic messages coming up. That's something horrible. Hey, what's up? This is the Mar-K Show. 855 765 1045 is the number. 855 765 1045. If you're trying to get through, Bernie Sanders wants people who are currently serving prison terms to be able to vote. Uh, he feels like, why just wait till they get out to give them their voting rights back? They're still Americans. They should never lose the right to vote at all. I am
0: in his gun.
1: What do you think, Bill?
0: Bill, it's a perfect match. Yeah, hi, hi. I think it's a perfect match for the Democratic Party, but I don't like it. The people have historically exhibited the total uh, inability to make the right decisions. Mm-hmm. Typically, prisoners didn't just you know rob something once; they're way entitled to everything. They'll steal your car, they'll steal your money, they'll steal anything. They think they're entitled. And they're typically unwilling to do what you know, follow the law. They're the perfect Democratic. Candidate. Oh, you see, like like the Clintons, basically, because you don't want them to,
1: you don't want them <laughs> to lose. Come the on, they're not vote. that bad. Yeah. Okay. I'm just <laughs> they're not that. That's an insult to people in prison. Mark, what's wrong with you? Hey, thanks so much for calling, Keith, in Jacksonville. How are you,
0: Keith? Hey, good. Oh, good. Um, I I think it's uh, I'm very against the uh, letting prisoners vote, but uh, unless there's one condition, if they would let Bernie Sanders, let Hannibal Lecter out of his cell to vote.
1: If Bernie, well, Hannibal Lecter, last I checked, was roaming around in Panama, having an old friend for dinner. But that's a great. That's an. You know, I. I think there's there must be some stipulation on people in solitary confinement, right? I mean, there even here in Florida, if you if you commit a violent crime or a sex crime, uh, I still think you don't get your right to vote back. But, you know, with Bernie Sanders, you're right, maybe they would just, maybe when they go to the solitary confinement, because, you know, and again, I've never been, I'm just based on what I see in the movies, they just open up that little slip where they slide the tray of food, maybe they put a ballot on there with a pen. And then they slide it in, although they're not supposed to have pens because those guys can turn those things into shivs and whatnot. And they could, you know, attack guards. And, and, you know, I've seen people actually, you know, what's a magneto? He actually used the metal in the pen to create bullets and and break his way out of prison. So I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. Uh, But Bernie Sanders seems to think there is a way and it's a viable option to allow prisoners who are currently serving their sentences to vote in elections uh 855-765-1045 this is jim in mandarin hey jim how are you
0: hey doing great mark hey i was just calling Quick question does jesse smollett get to vote is he a felon or not he's not a felon
1: they let him off oh come on now he didn't pay well, I mean, he didn't pay, but he's still it. it look, maybe not in Chicago city elections, but federally, he hasn't been charged with anything. He hasn't he's not serving any time. So it appears that Jesse Smollett will have the ability and the right to vote. Now, the good news is he's in Chicago. So we know, you know, we know it, it's not like he's it's not like he's turning a purple state blue. Uh, we know what Jesse Smollett's going to do, and we know which way Illinois and Chicago is going to go, too. So it shouldn't be, shouldn't be too much of a problem at all. 855-765-1045. Doc, downtown, how you doing, Doc?
0: Hey, hey, great topic. Believe it or not, this is another instance where everything the liberals do backfire on them. It's actually a good thing because most people think when people go to jail, they're, you know, they're stupid. Books. But they, they learn a lot. They get informed in prison. They read a lot. And this will be another one of those, for instance, that the liberals uh, do something and it backfires on I have an older brother, and I tell you, he sharpened the text uh, once he came out of prison, and he learned a lot <laughs> by reading a lot in prison. Yeah, once he
1: but before he went in, he wasn't that bright, but when he came out, he was a genius, huh? It wasn't a genius, but
0: but he but he was informed. He I was mean, informed. Uh, <laughs> either they're gonna they gonna they convert to Muslims or Christianity, but they do read a lot. And yeah. my brother was very informed and sharp when he came out and he he, he learned about Margaret Sanger and things like that. So he learned about the Democrats and I enjoy talking to him now instead of uh foolishness. Yeah don't well, that- no, believe in it.
1: That is a good point. And and I think the Democrat and they assume that with immigrants, too. They just believe if we let somebody into the country and we make them, you know, a lifelong citizen for nothing, that they're going to support us. And that's not necessarily the truth, because a lot of immigrants don't agree with what the once they're here, they they want the borders closed. They want people to come in legally. They don't want the competition for jobs and, you know, that kind. they don't want their money taxed. They want the American dream, and uh, the Democrats are making it harder and harder for everyone. So you're right; they let people in, they they give people the right to vote who didn't have it in the you know prior, and now all of a sudden uh, they're realizing that they still can't win elections. Hey, thanks so much for the call, uh, Doc. Good to talk to you, Dean, on the South Side. What's up, Dean?
0: Yeah, just another maneuver by the Democrats to throw against the wall of shit earlier and see what sticks. uh whether it's uh Electoral College or voting of uh, prisoners or. Uh uh, convicted felons and stuff like that. Though I mean, it's just the Democratic Party so out of touch with uh, mainstream America. I mean, it's just like I said, that's, that, that's their constituency—the wackos.
1: Yeah, well, you know, look, they're gonna they're gonna keep throwing – and the the irony is that the places where this stuff really seems to hit home, like Vermont and and Illinois, and where in California, those are places where they don't actually need the votes. What they should do is they should figure out what Florida voters and Ohio voters and Michigan voters, you know, go back to the places that you usually win, like Michigan, Wisconsin, and Pennsylvania, figure out why you lost. I guarantee it's not because there's people in prison that aren't voting. 855-765-1045. we got to take a quick break for traffic and weather and uh, news and all that. But we'll be back with more of the Marque Show on News 104.5 WOKV. By the way, prayers uh, prayers to all our friends in San Marco. They're not going to be able to get their, their chicken and waffles and their yo for several weeks, man. That is just – I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. 855-765-1045. Is a number. I hope that doesn't mean that every I hope that doesn't mean that the other Metro Diners are now gonna be busier because the lines are already long enough. Eight five five seven six five uh one oh four five. So Bernie Sanders believes that people who are in prison should not be disenfranchised. That if you're in prison, you're still an American citizen, there's no reason why you shouldn't vote. And in Vermont, you can actually vote while you're in prison. Is that a good idea or a bad idea? <coughs>
0: That's the sound of my seven-month-old saying that Bernie Sanders is an idiot. Yeah, eight five five seven six five one zero four
1: five is the number. What do you think? Should you let people in prison uh, vote, or are they in prison for a reason, and that's part of their punishment? John and Pontevedra, how you doing, John? Hey, I'm doing
0: well. Mark, how are you? Good, man. What do you think? I think all people should, uh, dead people should be allowed to vote.
1: Why dead people?
0: Uh, well, oh, my bad. Actually, they already get to vote. On oh, the Democrat side.
1: Yeah, see, there you go. So, hey, th- thanks so much for calling. We appreciate I mean, look, the, the removal of rights of citizens when they commit crimes is part of the it's part of the punishment. You know, there's crime and punishment. And what you're what you're doing is you're not trying to disenfranchise voters or or keep one party in power longer than the other. It's all part of the it's all part of the uh, of the deterrent. You know, taking away someone's freedom. I mean, look, if you're taking away all their freedom, you're not just taking away their their right to vote. You're taking away their right to live in their own house. You, you know, they are not free for a part, for a period of time. And and the, the removal of freedoms is something that every, if you want to give back the right to vote or um, the ability to vote, you've got to restore all their freedoms, which means you're really saying there should be
0: no jail. Is Bernie Sanders going to give criminals the uh, right to have guns in jail, too? I mean, look,
1: the right to bear arms is guaranteed by the Constitution. So if he's giving people the right to vote, then, yeah, it it only seems like it could be – it looks like it it could be the next logical step. Hey, Michael in Jacksonville. How are you, Michael? Thanks for calling the Mark K. Show.
0: I'm good. How are you, Mark K.? Good. Doing great. What do you want to say, sir? So um, we really, I believe, should look at the history of why do felons lose their right to vote. In uh, the United States of America, this dates back to the Greek and the Roman times when they were property owners and everybody was not a citizen and that if you were a citizen and you did some type of capital offense, then they would not only take your right to vote, but they would take your right to citizenship as well as all of your property. Right. So those are not the same things that take place here in the United States. Right. So I'm thinking is – Yes, there's some punishment that goes along with doing the crime, but how long should the punishment last and how long should someone be disenfranchised because of something that they've done? Voting while you're in prison, I would disagree with, but as soon as you are released from whatever your charge is, your rights should be restored. Okay, I so you're, so you're okay team.
1: you're okay with everyone else saying, Look, if you're in prison, you're doing hard time. Part of the penalty is losing your right to vote. So uh on the inside there shouldn't be any voting.
0: That, that I agree with. And, but in Maine, I think, and Vermont, I heard you say Vermont, but yeah. I believe Maine also, That's right. they allow they allow both of those to take place. That is true. And, yeah, I mean, they allow that to take place in both of those states.
1: Yeah, no, that is a great point. They do in Vermont and in Maine. Those are the only two states in the union that allow prisoners currently serving time to cast a ballot. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. 765 Here's an interesting point.
0: And what happens outside doesn't necessarily affect them right now after they serve their time you can vote again
1: think about that think about that what happens on the outside doesn't necessarily affect them for example if you're not working and you're not paying taxes well then the people you know uh, the the tax laws that Donald Trump wants to put in the place or the taxes that that the democrats want to charge you know if you're if you're making no money it doesn't matter if it's a 30% tax rate or a 70% tax rate so really if it doesn't affect you at all should you have the right to choose what happens, should you have the right uh, to how it affects the rest of us. That's a great point. If you look at immigration, well, look, if you're not if you're on the inside and all you're doing is, you know, reading and, and working out in the yard and making license plates, you don't have to worry about illegal immigration because, A, you're safe from violent gang. Well, you're not safe from violent gangs You're in prison, but, you know, you're safe from you're safe from somebody coming along and trying to take your job or you're safe from uh, all the other problems that happen with illegal immigration, like the like the schools and the health care systems getting flooded and not being able to to maintain them. You know, there is a lot going on outside of those prison walls that you're right you're just not affected by you're just not affected by that because you're you're in a way you're inside a prison and you're taken care of and you're coddled and and a large portion of your life is is provided for by the state you don't need to worry about the price of gas you don't need to worry about the price of groceries you don't need to worry about any of that you don't need to worry about russian collusion or anything at all because you're in prison nothing affects you why should you be able to affect or choose who 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 leads the rest of us, who it does affect. Buffalo in Palatka. How are you doing, Buffalo? Uh, better
0: than I deserve. Oh, okay, good. I think. So Maybe if not. A felon, if a felon has con, has been convicted of a terrorist act in support of a foreign government, do we have collusion in the voting then? If a felon,
1: yeah, like that's a good point. What if you're sent to prison for for uh, some kind of act against the United States of America. Should we still give you the right to vote? I mean, it, odds are you're going to vote Democratic anyway, uh, which a lot of people would say is an act of terror against the United States in and of itself. Marianne and Mandarin. What's up, Marianne?
0: Hey, um, legislators make laws on what is legal and Ill- illegal in our state. Mm-hmm correct and our country at large yes and do we want felons voting on what's not going to be legal do we want felons voting for uh legislators who are going to uh make things legal that they got convicted of and then uh reciprocity and then they're paid back for all their years that they were in jail
1: no, that's a great point too. If you get, if you get sent to prison for a law and then you have the ability to change the lawmakers so that they can change the laws so it's no longer illegal, great point. That's a great point as well. Also, what about the amendments? Are we going to allow them the right to change the, uh, and amend the constitution of the state of Florida or of the United States of America? I mean, we had 13 amendments on the last ballot. The most of which were were, uh, you know, or a couple of which were put forth by citizens. Would they be able to support those amendments? Would they be able to change the Constitution from inside our prison system? You know, that, that another great point. What about what if you have a group of individuals who are in prison? Can you send lobbyists in there? What a horrible job that would be. Could you imagine what an awful job it would be to be a hired lobbyist to go and lobby prison inmates? How do you even do that? Do you have to commit a crime so you can get sent up the river and you can lobby them from inside the prison, like some kind of reverse narc? You're go- you're going in the prison as an operative of the of the Bernie Sanders campaign to convince all those people who are locked up to vote for Bernie Sanders. It's all really. I mean, it opens up a whole new slew of questions. 855-765-1045. We got a bunch of open mics on this. We got some more of your phone calls too. We do have to take a break, but we will be back. This is the Mark K Show on News one zero four point five WOKV. This is the Markay Show. My name is Markay. Thank you so much for joining us today, folks. We appreciate
0: you being here. Uh, also,
1: I appreciate uh, my good friend Prison Mike joining me. I'm
0: Prison Mike.
1: Yeah, we appreciate you being here. Uh, we're talking about prison and whether or not people in prison should be allowed to vote—not once they get out, but once they're like while they're actually in. Bernie Sanders says, "Yay."
0: First of all, do a survey. I bet you none of the people that are in prison have ever voted. Come on.
1: Yeah, come on. I, mean, I don't, I don't want to be the one that has to survey prisoners and ask them if they've ever voted. But I guess they feel like if you're in prison, odds are you're not the kind of person that puts voting at the forefront. Um, you know, unless, of course, you're a politician, because there's a lot of politicians that do actually end up in prison. Ironically, ironically, 855-765-1045 is the number.
0: I don't think stupid people should vote. How about that?
1: Well, nothing we can do on him. Uh Nick in Jacksonville. What's up, Nick? How are you?
0: Hey, how you doing? I'm I just great. wanted to bring up the fact that uh it you also lose the right to run for public office when you go to jail, so what's next? Are they gonna elect Bubba the booty bandit straight from DOC? <laughs> I
1: don't, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. They've they've uh they elected um that guy that dead uh what's it the dead brothel owner in Las Vegas, so maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mike in St. Augustine. How are you, Mike? Thanks so much for calling the Marquet Show. Hey, how are you doing today? Hey, good, Mike. The other Josh wants to know if you're in prison. No. Oh. I'm
0: prison Mike.
1: Okay, all right. What did you, you want to say today, Mike?
0: <laughs> Actually, I mean, I was in prison. I did three years. And I just my comment is that... I can understand not voting if you are in prison because your freedoms are gone. Right. But if you did your time and you're out and you're paying your taxes and doing everything else. I think you should vote no right. matter what you vote.
1: All right, no yeah, no taxation without representation. And we got that and that amendment passed here, but Bernie Sanders is saying the people who are still in the clink, as President Mike says, those people shouldn't they're still American citizens. Why don't they have the right to vote? You disagree with giving them that right?
0: I disagree because you don't
1: have no freedom. Yeah. Your freedom is gone. No. okay all right that's a great point hey thanks so much for calling we we appreciate it and uh and thanks so much Definitely. for sharing Aww. thanks so much for sharing your story and we appreciate that too and for
0: me Chris and Mike to you I just want to thank you for listening to me and letting me be a part of your life today because you got a good life
1: you got a good life you got a good life <laughs>
0: <That's so
1: funny. laughs> Roger, in one of the best episodes of the office I'm roger from Jacksonville how are you
0: I'm doing good, Mark. How are you? Great. what did you want to say, sir? I just want to say that, uh, I disagree with, uh, Bernie Sanders on that. Yeah. I, I did have a, I do have a felony conviction, but it's been years and I had to wait 10 years and apply for my executive clemency. Yeah. And I received it and I can vote now. I cannot bear arms, but I can vote and I'm a productive citizen of society. And I believe that it should stay like it is 10 years after you complete your sentence and apply for your clemency. And you receive it, you can vote. All right. Why do you believe,
1: Why do you believe that? Why do you think that's the way it should be? Just because that's the way that's what you had to do, and it wouldn't be fair, or that actually helps with the uh, as a deterrent.
0: Well, I, I believe it helps with proving that you can actually be a good citizen and a law-abiding citizen. You go ten years without getting in any trouble, yeah. And you know, hey, you made a change in your life.
1: No, that is true, because hey. just, you're right, because just because you, uh, you've you been in prison, it doesn't mean that you've been reformed. You've got to take some time hey. at, on the outside and make sure. That's a good point, too. Hey, thanks for calling. Craig in Orange Park. What's up, Craig? Craig? He's out. Uh, Colonel Westervelt from Fleming Island. Hi, Colonel. How are
0: you? Hey, Mark. Uh, glad to hear you. I uh, listen to your show often. Appreciate what you have to say. Oh, okay. Uh, I appreciate Mark. it, Colonel. <laughs> My remarks are concerning what I heard the burn say yesterday uh, in some forum that uh, prisoners uh, uh, should get to vote mm. because they are part of society. And I just be- I beg to differ. Um, the whole reason you get a sentence is because it, uh, and imprisoned, is because you're supposed to be separated from society. So you are not part of society. Because you're unsimilar. Yeah, well, and that's the bottom line. Uh, why, if you're being separated, it's because you cannot function properly yeah. in society with our laws. So if that's the case, no dice. But I, I am a forgiven soul. You do your time, you get out, and the laws say uh, we'll give this privilege back to you. All and right. then I'm, for, I'm for that.
1: All right, Colonel Vestervault, uh, thanks so much for, for calling. We really appreciate it. And thank you for your service. Uh, yeah eight five five seven six five one oh four five and look, it is all part of the whole it is all part of the deterrent process. It is part of the punishment. Again, I don't know if anyone's out there thinking about committing a crime and then going, well, wait a minute, if I commit this crime and I get caught and sent to prison, I won't be able to vote. Yeah, you know what? I'm not gonna do it. I don't know if that's happening, but just remember, just remember you guys on the outside, you got a good life. You got a you got a you got a really, really, really good life. Cause you got a good life. Eight five five seven six five one oh four five. The Mar-Kate Show. More of your phone calls coming up next on News one oh four point five W O K V. So the ACLU published a warning Adam was just saying about uh it's a travel advisory for immigrants and people of color to come to color to come to Florida because of this new bill banning sanctuary cities. Oh I mean, that doesn't seem like that doesn't seem like something Florida is such a great you know what I mean I don't know if anyone's gonna do it I don't know if anyone's gonna not come to Florida I mean there's so much to do here especially around spring break although it could keep the lines down at Disney World so that could be actually who knows Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. anonymous calling from just outside of Jacksonville how are you anonymous anonymous is gone couldn't even hang tight uh probably getting tracked down by somebody and wanted to get out uh before they found them John in Fleming Island how are you John
0: I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. Oh, oh, great. What do you want to say, sir? Well, first, I don't think prisoners should be allowed to vote. Okay. Uh, Second, they're prisoners, uh, basically dishonest people. If they were allowed to vote, how in the world would you get an honest election out of them? Uh, there'd be all sorts of corruption and, and uh, bullying and dishonest votes for sale, anything like that. Yeah, I just don't think it would be a representation. <clears throat> well,
1: look, I mean, there's a lot of dishonest people who aren't in prison who vote, and there's a lot of corrupt people who aren't in prison and still go out and vote. And, you know, and, and just because just because people are in prison doesn't mean that, like, not all criminals are in prison is the thing. So if you have criminals who haven't been caught yet, for example— they can still vote because, well, they haven't been caught yet. You know, and that, and that's the catch 22. Uh, you know, for example, my wife one day, somebody sent her, a, you know, that website where there's red dots and the red dots represent all of the sex offenders in your neighborhood. So you can go and you can type in your address and you can look around and all of the registered sex offenders who were registered because they committed some kind of sex crime and they had to register with the state. They're all on that map. And so you go in and you look at your neighborhood and you realize that the guy three doors down has a red dot on his name. Or you don't want the kids playing at the playground down the street because there's three red dots around that playground. And my wife's like, look at this. This is, you know, we need to avoid that. And I go, no, those aren't the ones you need to avoid. You need to avoid the ones who have never been caught and you don't even know where they live. And then, of course, she was like, well, gee, thanks. Now I feel even worse. But that may I mean, But I mean, and th- that is the truth. There are dishonest. People who commit crimes every single day, who aren't in jail, who don't get caught, who are corrupt, who are voting for the wrong reason. But because they are not in prison, they do get the right to vote. Now, I'm not saying we should give prisoners the right to vote, but that is just, you know, that's one of the byproducts of our society. We're not going to catch every criminal. We're not going to put everybody behind bars. And the truth be told, you could go out and commit some horrible crime and still be able to decide who votes in our election or uh, I'm sorry, who wins our election, who represents you in Tallahassee or in Washington, D.C., or both. You could decide which amendments get passed and which amendments don't get passed and be a much more horrible person than anybody on the inside. And that's just the way that's just the way our society is, unfortunately. Hey, Vance on the West Side. How's it going, Vance? Vance.
0: Uh, pretty good. Hey, uh, what happens here is that the Democrats should do anything they can to tip over the ballot box. They don't give a damn. That, that's why we've got open borders, because the Democrats want that vote. They figure anybody that comes across is going to vote Democrat. And same with the if they If they get that allowed, then they figure all the prisoners will vote Democrat.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, and, that, and that's a good point. And we I, we actually got an open mic message. The guy was saying something similar. Listen carefully.
0: We should actually start going and polling the immigrants at the border and seeing what they think about it and start polling the prisoners and just watch them freak out once they see that they lean a little bit more conservative than they'd like. I
1: mean, that is true. There's no guarantee if you're a Democrat, if you're Bernie Sanders and you go into the prisons and you open up the voting, and there's no guarantee that if you flood the borders with new immigrants from Mexico, from El Salvador, from Venezuela, from wherever, there's no guarantee that these people coming across are going to vote Democratic. They could vote for Republic. Republican. I'll never forget. There was an interview with Arnold Schwarzenegger on, like, the Jay Leno show or something back when he was running for – uh, he was running for what was it, governor of of California, and the, Jay Leno was asking him. They said, well, he said, why are you a Republican? How do you know you came here from Austria? What happened? And and Arnold Schwarzenegger said something like, I was in the gym and I see on TV Richard Nixon. And he's speaky, very, very good speaker. And he's talking about how Richard Nixon is is being very productive, uh, very uh, positive. And he's saying these amazing things about America and about our future. And he's being encouraging. And he looks at one of the guys in the gym. He goes, "What is this man?" And He goes, "That's Richard Nixon. He's a Republican." And he goes, "From now on, I will be Republican too." And we, well, we all know how that worked out for both of them. But, you know, it doesn't matter. He decided but based on Richard Nixon's words and what he was saying and the sentiments and the agenda and and his thoughts and his policies and his morals to be a Republican, not because Richard Nixon was the one that gave him the right to vote, not because Richard Nixon was the one who signed whatever order saying, OK, now you're a citizen. There was none of that. You know, when I, you know, I was born in Canada and I came to this country and I was naturalized in Maryland. And I don't remember who naturalized me, but I guarantee being in Maryland, it was some Democrat. Probably I swore, uh, you know, allegiance to the flag of the United States. I probably, you know, they make you spit on they brought out like a maple leaf. And I had to, you know, (coughs) I just spit on the maple leaf and burn it and stuff. And, you know, it was the whole thing. But the judge could have been a Democrat. I don't know. I don't care. I don't vote based on the person who gave me the right to vote. I vote based on the person who's going to do the best for me and my family going forward as a as a representative leader in our democratic republic. Does that make sense? Am I making sense? If I'm not making sense, then you know, call up and say, Mark, you're making no friggin' sense. Um, I mean, nothing I can do about it now. It's pass is fast as fast. 855 765 1045 is the number, 855-765-1045 is the number.
0: So is Bernie Sanders going to do a prison tour while he's out on the campaign trail? Maybe he can go visit Hillary.
1: You know what? You know who should do a prison tour is Beto O'Rourke because he's having trouble getting an audience. And when you go to prison, it's a captive audience. They're not going anywhere. Nobody's leaving early. (laughs) 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045 is the number. I wonder what kind of ballot initiatives you would have to put forth to get convicts who are currently in prison to vote for you? Like, what is it? What is the number one concern of convicted felons? Is there anything that the like do they care about the border wall if they're in prison right now? You know, do they care about taxes if they're not working? Do they care about health care? I mean, they're getting you know who gets great health care prisoners. Prisoners, you get beat up in the yard. You get you go to the hospital. The last thing they want is a prisoner to die in prison because that looks bad for everybody. So they they send you to the hospital. They bring you doctors. You get all the medicine you need. You get better. Yes, you're still in prison, but you don't pay for it. You don't need health insurance in prison. It's really like a little socialistic society. You know what? Now that I think about it, now that I think about it. Think about this prison. You get no money. You do work. You get a place to sleep. It's horrible. You go in. You get four or three basic meals a day. You get a little bit of information from the television. You get to read some old books. And then, uh, when it's all said and done, what do they do? They give you, you know, just the basic medical care. It's not great. You know, you're not getting free Botox, but they're keeping you alive. It's basically like Bernie Sanders' utopia. No wonder he wants voters in prison to vote for him because they're basically living in the kind of place he wants to turn the entire country into. 855-765-1045 or leave us an open mic message uh, on the News 104.5 mobile app. we got to take a quick break. we got a bunch more of your phone calls, more of your messages coming up. It's the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. Thanks so much for joining me. 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045 is the number. Uh, We're talking about prison, folks. And we're talking about whether or not prisoners should have the right to vote while they're in prison. While they're locked up in the clink. Bernie Sanders says, of course they should. They do it in Vermont. They should, they should, they, and it begs a lot of questions. What happens then? Do they all turn into Johnny Cash and head out on a prison tour and have to do rallies in prison? Is Bernie Sanders going to go and campaign in prisons?
0: You know they like for Biden to do a prison tour. All that sniffing. But I
1: shot a man <laughs> do, they, do they like sniffing in prison? I didn't know that was all that sniffing. Lawrence and Callahan. How you doing, Lawrence? Thanks for calling the Marquez Show.
0: Hey, how you doing? I'm good, man. what you uh, want to say? I, I I was just thinking about an earlier caller who said something about, uh, didn't know if, whether or not they would, uh, vote a Democrat or a Republican. Yeah. And, and from what I understand, a Democrat don't do anything unless he polls first. And uh, they're polling these prisons and then they see that they can get a vote. And I just think that, uh, you know I, I don't believe in it i don't believe that they i don't even think they should even poll prisoners
1: yeah no that's a great point too i, I don't know if they even have polls in prison i know they have a lot of bars but i don't know about polls the bar maybe a bar is a kind of yeah no, let's move on uh then blake in jacksonville blake thanks so much for calling the mark K show how you doing mark
0: you're not making any friggin sense oh no what did i say know, well, the other guy earlier a couple of dollars back you know you he raised the bullet, guys, you know, potentially selling boats and things like that. And I've given myself a brain aneurysm trying to analyze the argument that you deposited. You you Too much speaking against what he said, but, you know, kind of uh, devil's advocate kind of approach. But, you know, frankly, the number of criminals that may or may not be on the street has no bearing whatsoever to whether a person who is in the penal system, a convicted felon or convict, should have rights to vote. Okay.
1: No, yeah. I mean, I, I'm sorry. I wasn't trying to make the point that because there are people who have not been convicted, uh, that, you know, everyone in, the, on the inside should have the right to vote. I think it's part of the penal system. Uh, by the way, I can't say yeah. penal without giggling. So we got to figure We just say prison.
0: Uh, but no. Well, I like the part about the bars and the polls. That was cool. Yeah. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs>
1: yeah. No, I apologize. I'm, I'm all for not letting people in prison vote. Uh, but you should point out that there are people who are criminals who aren't in prison. And they still have the right to vote, doesn't you know? But it, when they get caught, when and if they get caught, they should definitely lose that right. Eight five five seven six five one oh, all that sniffing. One zero four five. Uh, Louise from Jacksonville. How you doing, Louise?
0: I'm doing good. First time caller, and I love your show. Oh wow!
1: Well, thanks so much. I appreciate it. What do you want to say on this uh, first time call?
0: I disagree with Bernie Sanders about prisoners having the right to vote while in prison. Mm. Once they get out, that's fine. But so while they're in, no. And it was my understanding while they're in prison, their TV is monitored as to what they can and can't watch. So, how are they going to be up to date? Who and what's running on the politics side?
1: Look, if they don't have. Here's the thing. If. They, sh- If they have monitored television or if they have limited ability to watch the TV news, they're probably going to be more informed voters anyway. They're probably going to be better off than the rest of us who are inundated with all of this fake news every single day. In fact, we had Doc call in and say his, his brother or his cousin or some relative of his was in prison. And he goes, he came out much better informed because he read books and magazines and newspapers and had discussions and i'm gonna be honest with you this whole thing about about the democrats you know uh courting the the um the the prison vote because they think those people are gonna be prisoners i don't think so and if they open up the like here's in, in vermont and maine if you're telling me the prisoners can vote then you need to go there and you need to have a rally and you know who would you know who would have an amazing campaign event at a prison Guess. I'll give you one guess. Who would put on the best gosh darn prison rally in the history of prison rallies?
0: We will win and we will win and we will
1: win. I mean, no contest, hands down. Hands down. You're going to have a bunch of prisoners up there. It's going to be a riot. USA! They're going to be shit, USA, USA, USA. They're going to be like, throwing food in the air. Donald, I mean, look, no one. No, but the last place you want to send somebody like Beto O'Rourke, or or Kamala Harris or Elizabeth Warren is into a prison to pander for votes. It's a horrible idea. It's our eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Donald Trump would be great in prison because the Democrats have already sent half the people that he ever that ever worked for him there already. He's got a lot of friends on the inside. John in Orange Park, how you doing, John?
0: Good. How about you? Good. Yeah, what do you want to say, sir? I would say we uh, we poll the prisoners, get the ones we want out, and let them monitor the polls like they. Black Fenters did when Obama was played. <laughs> there we go, perfect.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's not a bad idea either. Uh, let's see, we got real quick, we got time for one more. Let's go to D.C. and St. Augustine. How you doing, D.C.? What would you want to say?
0: Hey, man, I think um, if they're going to do it, just let every prison get one vote for everybody that's in the prison. Oh, but I see what you're saying. But they got to pay off their fines first. They got to pay all their fines and everything, and then they get a chance to maybe vote.
1: Yeah, they got to right. pay back their debt to society. That's, you know, that's a good point, too. All right, real quick. Let's see what Mike in Wonderwood says. Mike, what's up, man? what do you want to say, real quick?
0: All right, real quick. Bernie Sanders is a perfect example of why people need to be drug tested. Uh,. <laughs>
1: I think so. I'm sorry, but we have to, we have to leave it at that. That was the eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Listen, tomorrow we are going to have an all new, very exciting, whatever you want Wednesday, whatever you want to talk about. We're going to open up the mics for you. Uh, in the meantime, stay tuned. We got Rush Limbaugh, we got the news, we got all that coming. And for up. me, cousin oh, yeah. mic, to you, I just want to thank you for listening to me. You're welcome. And letting me be a part of your life today. Anytime. Because you've got a good life. God, love life. <laughs> the Mark Show. See you tomorrow.